Welcome to the GBC Big Three podcast, a weekly podcast where we sit down and unpack three big questions raised from our Sunday sermon. I'm your host, Matt Willis, and joining me is my partner in crime in all things ministry. It is Roxanne Lola. How you going, hey, my friend? Hey, I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm Yay. good. You know, it's been... Man, this winter has been a vibe. Yeah, like, yeah. For the last two years we've been dodging COVID yep. and now... All that sanny was working uh, for us was. and no longer... And then we got undone it? by the mm-hmm. common cold. Like, yeah, the, the uncommon cold. Yeah, it's just... I mean, it's... Yeah, it's been a... Fluvid. Yes, it's been a fluvid. It's been a wild ride. But other than that... Hey, but... Oh, well. But, hey, congratulations, Matt. You and I have survived oh, 12 we weeks of we being have. pretend co-senior pastors. It's true. As it's the Reverend, true. Mark, <laughs> the Reverend yep. Dr. Mark Rader has been on long service leave. He has. He returns to us next week. So all those people who have just been like you know, just waiting for his yeah. return <laughs> and his input into the big three. We can promise that he will be back next week, He's which is, so well. is super exciting. We're yes. super excited to have him back. But, um, yeah, we've had a fun time, haven't yeah, we? It's been I know. a vibe. It's been quite the ride. Yeah. <laughs> 12 weeks. Fun. I'll tell you what, it went so fast, Yeah, though. didn't it? What? It's been crazy. All of a sudden, I swear he was here last week. And, I know. And, then, and now he's coming back. Exactly. So I want to know if he's coming back with a big beard or something like that as he shaved his head, do you, you know. Wanna, do you want to know, actually? I want, I want I the rundown. I was driving the streets of Oyster Bay, as I tend to do <laughs> um, on my free time. Yes, you do. Which I've got it sounds on. a bit weird. It does sound weird. But um, I drove past Ray Dogs. Yeah. Uh, and mm. he was very incognito. He had a he had a sport cap on, Ooh. clearly trying to cover his face. But he was, he was um, fashioning quite a, quite a beard, I, I dare say. Now, whether or not he will groom... Prior to returning, I don't Ooh, know. It could be a hockey thing. They do that whole, they you know, the, the playoff beard, <gasps> you know. Because, of course, he's been living yeah, his hockey he's dreams. he's living his best life. So it could be the fact that you're not allowed to shave, you know, your, your facial hair until <sighs> you're out of the comp. Maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe that's it. Such speculation. But I did, I did <laughs> set eyes on him. Um, I almost wound down my window and screamed at him, but I decided, <laughs> no, I'm going to give him just a little bit more yeah. peace. Next week. Next week. Next week, Next week all the screaming occurs. I get all pitchy and be like, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, no, we have survived. It's we been have. fun. Survived and thrived. Well done. <laughs> survived and thrived. Great stuff. <laughs> Well, for those of you who missed it, Rox actually preached during our services this past weekend, during our Sunday services, um, reopening our series, The Kingdom of Heaven is Like, where we've been focusing on the parables of Jesus found in the Gospel of Matthew and what they reveal about God's kingdom. Now, Rox spoke from the parable of the unmerciful servant, drawing some key principles around forgiveness and what forgiveness means for us as followers of Jesus. And you can listen to that message again through our regular GBC sermon podcast. And so today in the big three, we're going to keep the conversation going from Sunday's message. Um, Rox and I are going to dig deep and dive deeper into the invitation from this week's sermon. So, Rox, as we do that, let's hear what are our big three questions Ooh, for this week. Yeah, there was a lot of questions on this one. This, it's a plethora, yeah. I dare say. <laughs> a plethora. A plethora. An array. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. There was a lot. There, there was, was a lot. There was a whole truckload. And I'll tell you what, the, the three that we've landed on, they look like doozies. They do. We probably should have waited for the Reverend Dr. Mark Rader to come back. <laughs> 
too but bad. Too, too bad. bad. He's not here. Too bad. He's not here. What are they, Rox? Okay, they are. How do we understand the relationship of forgiveness to repentance? Can forgiveness occur if the other person hasn't asked for it? Well, oh, boom. I oh, know. That's All a right. cracker. Uh, the second one is what are the spiritual consequences of not forgiving? Yep. Yep. And the third one is how do we overcome an unwillingness to forgive someone and forgive as God has forgiven us? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Good Sick luck on those. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, everyone listening, uh, if you could uh, yeah, just, answer those for yeah, us, that'd, that'd be, be great. Just, yeah, right in. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're ready. We're here. It's going to be good. Let's get into the big three. All right, Rox, to start us off, question number one, how do we understand the relationship between forgiveness and repentance? You know, can forgiveness occur if the other person hasn't actually asked for it? Yeah, that's that's um quite big. There seems to be two questions in that there one are, question. There are absolutely two questions <laughs> yeah, yeah. there, can confirm. <laughs> Seem to be that. So I think firstly that relationship of forgiveness to repentance mm. that's that's pretty full on because mm. in this parable the the unmerciful servant um like the 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 servant receives this incredible forgiveness he has this enormous debt mm. just sw- you know just wiped out right yeah. and he's like he used to owe like a squillion dollars he now no yeah. longer owes that squillion dollars he's free as a bird and then he goes and you know bails somebody else up for you know like just a, a small fistful of mm. dollars mm. um so he has has been forgiven. He doesn't pass on the forgiveness. And I think one of the things that we can get stuck on here is, is Jesus's, um, you know, concepts that, you know, unless we forgive others, we can't be forgiven ourselves. Mm. And it kind of puts a little bit of a record scratch, you know, moment yeah, in yeah. our in our understanding because we know that, you know, the Bible says by grace you're saved, not by works, yep. that yep. no one can boast. And mm. we know that, you know, like there is nothing anybody can do to earn the forgiveness of mm. God. That was up to Jesus to give that mm. for us. And, mm. and we kind of just receive that forgiveness with yep. thanksgiving. Yep. You know, that's, that's our reality, right? And and that's our our understanding yep. <laughs> in our theological you know place that there's nothing we can do to earn God's forgiveness. Mm. Um, but in these kind of parables and and even earlier in Matthew Matthew chapter six when Jesus talks about um, he t- you know the disciples say teach us to pray and he yep. says the Lord's prayer and he kind of ends with this whole thing about um, if you forgive other people then. Um, your heavenly father will forgive you, but if you don't forgive others their sins, your heavenly father will not forgive your sins. Yeah. It seems to be conditional, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and so this is this this thing we have to wrestle with. You know, mm. is it uh, is it unconditional? You know, grace and mercy and forgiveness, yeah. or yeah. is there a condition to this? Is mm. God sort of, you know, saying to us, "Well, okay, but only if you, yeah, you know, forgive others." Um, so that's the thing that's that I think it's stuck, you know, that we get stuck on. That gets, yeah, absolutely. It's hard to swallow. Absolutely. Um, and I think one of the things that, that we need to look at, particularly in this parable, is that it is a parable. It's a story. Mm. It's, it's, yep. a, it's a fiction mm. to explain a, a truth. That tend to use yeah. exaggeration yeah, exa- yeah, a lot of hyperbole well. there, mm-hmm. you know, and so we're supposed to enter into this, you know, like extreme te- ex- circumstance. Yeah, yeah, technicolor world, mm. right? You know, everything's just, you know, ten, ten turned up to 11. 
Um, and so we kind of understand a, a couple of things about this. So it's not telling us about, you know, our entire salvation. You know, it's not mm. like our eternal destiny. Yeah. It's, it's a story that talks about, you know, what is the kingdom of heaven like, like you yeah. know, it's, mm. it's, it's what is the king like? And mm. sometimes we can get caught in the nitty gritty and kind of go, well, what does that mean for me? Which is great. But also ultimately yeah. what's the king like is, mm. is the, is the point of the parable and the kingdom like. Um, and, and I think it's important in this particular parable to look and, and see that um, he's already been forgiven. Like the, the unmerciful servant who's a mm. bit of a jerk really, yeah. like he's already been forgiven. Mm. Um, it's not something that he has had to do to earn that forgiveness. No. Um, it's, it's very much that he has just, you know, asked for it. He's begged and the goodness and the mercy and the, mm. the blessing of that, the, mm. the king has gone, okay, mm. you know, because of who I am, yeah. you're forgiven. Yeah. And so there's, he's not earning that. Mm. Um, the other part that I think is important to notice in this particular parable is um, he actually does get punished at the end mm. and, um, and which is fine because he actually gets, it's lovely. He gets, uh, he gets handed over to the jailers to be tortured. Nice one. Heavy but there's a, days. There's a heavy days. But there is a punishment and we know that, you know, God actually does use um, discipline to, mm. to correct us. Mm. You know, like we don't often talk about this much in church, mm. I reckon. But oh, It makes us feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's orcs. Mm. We don't love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Can we just talk about the love I and know, the warmth and the grace? No, we want all the warm fuzzies, but unfortunately, you know, love has, you know, a reality to it. And Mm. you'll know yourself being a parent, you know, there are times when, you know, love is discipline Mm. and love is boundary and love is correction and rebuke um, ultimately because, not because you want to punish that child or that person, Mm. but you actually want to see them flourish and you want to see them on the right path and and doing the right thing. So you use the methods at your disposal as a Mm. parent Mm. to kind of shape and form your kid. Mm. And, and I think that's what we see here is, is, you know, um, Hebrews 12 says that the Lord disciplines those he loves. Mm. Um, you know, he, he does correct us and, and we should look at that discipline and we should look at correction as actually evidence of God's work in our lives and his compassion and love for us. Mm. Uh, the classic, you know, you know, I love a good saying, but uh, <laughs> the one that says God loves you just as you are, but he loves you too much to leave you just the way you are. Mm. It's it's that piece yeah. that I think we need to grasp. Yeah. Um, so there's that kind of aspect to the relationship between forgiveness and repentance that we kind of firstly need to look at. Yeah. And yeah. I, think, I think the thing that I really like about I mean, you said a lot there, Rox. I've got so to admit, that, no, I loved it. I was, I was there for the ride. Um, but that whole, like, sometimes we can take this and um, kind of a- apply it to our salvation, yeah, yeah. right? So, therefore, if I'm not, if I'm not willing to forgive someone, then that means I lose the forgiveness yeah. um, gifted to me through the grace and and mm. sacrifice of Jesus, and what this parable is actually speaking about is rather how those who are who are called citizens of the kingdom yeah. are meant to reflect kingdom um, heart and kingdom yeah. principles as we seek to see the kingdom come and yeah. grow and build. Hmm. And so to bring it back to that relationship between forgiveness and repentance, hmm. like when it comes to our salvation – Mm. Repentance is required. Mm. Um, there is an, a, a need to acknowledge 
our sinfulness yeah. and our, um, you know, the, the ways in which we have rejected God in our life previously yeah. in order to receive the forgiveness that is, that is given to us. But it seems to me that that's not necessarily a requirement in the, um, if I can call it the everyday workings of the kingdom of heaven, mm, um, mm. that that's a, that's a salvation requirement, Yes, but yet not a requirement for, you know, he stole my lunch money yeah. or you cut yeah. me off or. Yeah. Yeah. Or you did um, something to me. Yeah. Mm. Whatever, whatever it may be. And I think like, so, so it sounds to me, um, and you kind of spoke to this a little, uh, in your message, it sounds to me that re- Repentance is actually not a requirement for our forgiveness of others. It may be a requirement of God's, God's forgiveness, forgiveness for mm, us. Mm. And you spoke about the created order and how God actually understands and, and you know, there's psychological research to back this up, mm. that forgiveness is good for us yeah. um, and that actually holding on to grudges can, you know, it's... Yeah, it's toxic. It's toxic. It's, mm. you know, um, I think I've said this to you before, mm. like it's it's eating rat poison and expecting the rat yes, to die, exactly. right? exactly. That's um, what it is. And so it seems that in our worldly experiences of right and wrong and being wronged by others mm. and um, stepping into that space of do I forgive, do I not forgive, it's more about, it's less about, oh, has the person repented of their wrong? Yeah, and yeah. And more about um, what does holding on to that wrong do to me and actually yeah. Yeah. Um, forgiveness is is. Yeah. Far more. Far more damaging to your own self than it is to yeah, punish to not, the to other. Yeah, to not forgive. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, mm, mm. So then in that space it seems mm. that repentance is redundant because it's actually no longer about that person. Mm. Um, you might want to repair that relationship. Mm. You might want to see, you know, some remorse yeah. and some repentance in that space. Um, but that's actually not paramount yeah. to what we're being invited into. Yeah, what we're being invited into is actually forgiveness is it's godly. Yeah. It's part of the created order. Mm. It's the way God, it's the, the, it's way, the way God, God expects, operates. It's mm. the way God operates and the way he yeah. expects his people to operate. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just better for you. So yeah. Yeah. And can the- forgiveness occur if the other person doesn't ask for it? It's more, I think the question should be, should forgiveness occur? Yeah even if the other person doesn't ask for it? And the answer is... Is, yeah, 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 it's good. And the classic um, thing of that, do you remember like it was a Christmas a little while ago when there was that family and um, the kids and the cousin were walking somewhere at Christmas time and there was a guy who was on drugs and ice and smashed down on alcohol and and ran into the children and they end up, a whole bunch of them end up dying and it was was just horrific. Mm. And um, the family were actually Christian um, a Christian family, mm. and they went publicly <laughs> out and and said, you know, this has been awful. It's you know basically destroyed our lives. But but we forgive the man. Mm. Do you remember mm. this? Mm. And the impact that that forgiveness, that moment of public forgiveness of that person who hadn't asked for it, who hasn't mm. been repentant, mm. um, particularly that we know of. Mm. Um, 
the impact and the witness that had for that family and, and what that meant for you the, know, wider the, the wider community and, and the reputation of the church, like you can't put a, you can't put a price on that. You yeah, know, you that can't was even, powerful. That was so significant, wasn't it? Mm. And now, of course, they have, um, I think they have a foundation that, that talks about forgiveness and teaches people yeah, how wow. to forgive mm. um, because of that moment. So, you know, it is significant, it is powerful, mm. and it is being godlike in mm. our every, everyday mm. action. And it doesn't mean it's easy <laughs> at no. all. <laughs> and I don't think I don't think the expectation is that it's immediate no, either. No. You know, we, we've mm. talked a number of times about you know boundaries and self care yeah. and and ensuring that you're in a safe space. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that might take time. Yeah, and forgiveness um, doesn't necessarily mean, and I think I spoke to this, that your relationship will go back to what it once mm, was mm. or what you'd hope it was yeah. um, because of that self-care yeah, and yeah. the boundary. Yeah. Forgiveness is about, you know, letting it go yeah. and it might just be that you move on mm, and, and that might mm. be enough. Yeah. Um, but it's important to God, isn't yeah. it, you know, over yeah. and over again in And important to us yeah. as well. Looks good. Um, yeah, right on. Well, let's get into question two. So question two, this is a tricky one. What are the spiritual consequences of not forgiving? Mm. Ooh, so like crazy. And you kind of talked yeah. about this a little bit in question one, Rox, where you spoke yeah. about that there's, you know, a part of our relationship with God is mm. that there is correction yeah. in that yeah. space. Like so um, and, and obviously we see in the parable that for the unmerciful servant, <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know if this is correction, but we talked about like he – he was tortured as a result. Now, we also said that this parable uses hyperbole and I don't believe that the consequence that God is going to inflict on no, his people torture. for not forgiving <laughs> is torture. I just don't think that's his yeah, MO. I, think, I don't think that's um, what But, like, what, what, does that, what does it mean to be unforgiving and, and, yeah. and what are those consequences? Because I guess... Mm. I guess we want to know. <laughs> yeah, what's it worth to us? Yeah, why, yeah. What's what's going on if we don't? If we don't? Mm. Well, I don't think it's a salvation like issue so much, and I think that God takes us on a journey. Like mm. all our discipleship is like the word disciple means learner, right? Mm. You know, so we're always going to be learning. We're always going to be uh, learning from God. And uh, you said before that forgiveness doesn't often have to be immediate. It doesn't have to be instant. Yeah, and it can be a process that we that we work through. Um, so I don't think we can say that you know, right? That's it. If you don't forgive this moment, that God's not going to forgive you. Yeah. Just not. Just not the way it works. Um, I'm thinking there's a story that that Jesus talks about um, about when you go to offer your gift at a temple. I think this is in Mark's gospel, um, where he's he's teaching the disciples and he says, when you go to the temple and you want to offer your gift, mm. if you remember that you know you you hold something against your brother or they hold something against you, you should not go and offer your gift at the temple. You should actually leave it. You should go back to your, your brother or your sister in this case mm. and then make amends and, and seek forgiveness mm. and then go and offer your gift. Do you remember yeah. this part? Yeah, you remember yeah. this story? Which is wild yeah. because yeah. these people had like mm. done a pilgrimage yeah, to the temple. Yeah, yeah. Like he wasn't just saying like, <laughs> just like to stop. Yeah. this will create a half an hour yeah, delay no, in your gift giving. It's not a small diversion. Like we're talking <laughs> days if not weeks yeah. of travel yeah. required yeah. to do that. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> and so um, the spiritual consequences of not forgiving then might not necessarily be like salvation issues. You know, you're no. not going to kick out of heaven for that. But there's <laughs> definitely some sort of block. Like I think of that story mm. and they weren't really able to worship 
worship God and to engage in the worshiping community while there was yes. still something there. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. That's like, that Jesus is actually saying to them, no, no, actually sort that out, sort mm. it out. You can't come before me with this, mm. you know, this um, this thing hanging over your head, this cloud over you, the blood on your hands, whatever it is, the weight mm. on your shoulder, get it sorted and then come and, and offer your gift, and, and which is worship. Yeah. Um, and I don't know about you, but I never kind of think, you know, when I'm coming to church, you know, uh, I can't really worship God, you know, if there's something that, you know, I haven't forgiven someone. Yeah, because someone just someone. cut me off or yeah, took my parking yeah, spot yeah, and now I'm, now I'm all grumpy. Now I'm grumpy. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't, don't tend to do that, but I'm thinking, man, there's something that's so significant for Jesus and for that relationship with God and for the way that we can commune with God, mm. worship him, get to know mm. him, walk you know, after him, that is linked to the way we treat others. Yeah. And I don't, I don't hear that a lot in in the Christian church. You know, mm. I hear about come to Jesus, great, yeah. you know, but we don't often hear about but also you know, sort out your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I think, you know, this speaks to that whole idea mm. of, like, forgiveness is good for us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, holding on to a grudge can be quite toxic for for, for us as people. Yeah. Um, and I think you're absolutely right. Like, I, I think the consequence, it sounds, is almost that God's aware that to not forgive is to self-inflict a consequence. Yeah. Because it's not there kind of it's not God there kind of going, well, I'm not going to meet you in worship because no, you're yeah. holding a grudge on someone. God's not going to remove himself from us and um, mm. you know, distance himself from us until we forgive anyone yeah. and everyone who's wronged us in any way, mm. shape, or form. But I think he understands that our human flawed hearts Mm -hmm. will create a barrier between us and him when we, you know, go down the rabbit hole of, you know, assuming the moral high ground and And being self-righteous. And and it's so funny because we like, I mean, okay, confession time. Like (laughs) I like I love a grudge. Um, Who doesn't? (laughs) You know, I play a conversation over back Mm, in my head mm -hmm. and what I wish I had have said. I know. You know, that perfect line, that zinger. Two in the morning line that will come to you. And that's the thing. Mm -hmm. It is, it it just festers Mm -hmm. in your mind and in your heart and it just, it keeps your heart rate going and and quickening and you're just constantly thinking about it. It does become all-consuming. How how do we get anything done? Yeah. When we're in that space where we just get this tunnel vision of I've been wronged Mm -hmm. and I want I want justice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get that. I I love that idea of you got to put down that gift and go. Yeah. Because God knows, not because that we can't come to God if we're holding a grudge, Mm. but God knows that – it's going to create a barrier yeah, between yeah. him and us. Yeah. And he doesn't want that. No, no. So go mm. seek that forgiveness or forgive that person yeah, yeah. because that will only richer, like create a richer 
experience yeah, of our communion. relationship with God. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and you talked about the heart there. It's like part of our heart is away from God because part of our heart has been given over to hatred or to, oh, yes. you know, that desire for justice or that, you mm. know, how could they, how dare they? Well, or, justice being yeah, our definition ju- our of definition. justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And and we can't wholeheartedly worship God. We can't wholeheartedly follow yeah, after him wow. when we're just retaining something mm. of, of ourselves mm. and, and like, all throughout the scriptures, like constantly, God is always saying, you know, it is mine to avenge. I will repay. Like yeah. it's a it's a whole refrain, okay, yeah. all through the Old, te- Old mm, Testament. Mm. And and when we withhold some of our heart from God and we want to do it our way and our way, you know, alone, you know, we're actually not allowing God to be God to us. Yeah. You know, God says, you know, it's justice is his, you know, vengeance is his. Mm. You know, he's the one who's going to sort it out. He's the one that's going to repay. Yeah. And it's almost like a trust issue, you yeah. know. And part of me wonders sometimes, you know, if I'm holding on to that little grudge or, you know, like worrying at like mm. a stone, you know, in mm. my hand all the time, mm. um, is, is that me distrusting God? Mm. And, or is it me saying, you know what, a bit like, um, you know, Jonah, when he gets told to go to Nineveh yep. and he's like, oh, I don't want to go there because I know you're going to forgive them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know you, God, you're just going to forgive that old town and, yeah. and I'm angry at them, yeah. you know, and he's got that attitude. And I wonder mm. if there's a bit of a Jonah moment for us mm. that actually, you know, we know that God's wants forgiveness and we're like, oh, I don't like your idea yeah. of justice, God. I yeah. want my idea. Yeah. You know, I want them to suffer. And, mm. yeah. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I need to be swallowed by a, a large whale. fish. Yeah, yeah for go. three days. For that three could days. It. It could Just be, hang out it could there be the answer. <laughs> but I think that's I, like, yeah. I don't know. I think for me that's quite a powerful realisation. Mm. Like what are the spiritual con- consequences mm. of not forgiving? They're, yeah. they're consequences that we inflict on ourselves yeah. and God's yeah. aware of that and yeah. wants to protect us yeah. from that Absolutely. and wants more for us than yeah. resentment, yeah. resentment, resentment. And bitterness. And that's on an individual level and mm. then God sees the whole because God, you know, loves all his children. Mm. And like you, you hate it when your kids argue and fight. Well, I think that God's probably got that, you know, greater perspective, Same, yeah, hasn't he? That's it. Full, there's probably a lot we could go, but let's not yeah. keep going there. Let's, no, it's good. There's it's good, a it's lot good. in that one. <laughs> All right, well, let's get on to question three. Um, so, Rox, wrapping it up, uh, how do we – clearly forgiveness is is significant for us mm. as people, as, yeah. for us as followers of Jesus – so how do we overcome that unwillingness that we've spoken about, that unwillingness to forgive someone and actually forgive the way God calls us to? Yeah, it's a great one, isn't it? Look, to be honest, I think that we've spoken a little bit just in this big three about it being a process and not mm. being an immediate thing. Yeah. And I think sometimes we've got to give ourselves a little bit of grace, mm. depending on what it is that we're forgiving. Yeah. Um, You know, like discipleship is a journey. You are constantly learning and following Jesus. And um, an unwillingness to forgive can be something that, you know, it's not it's not going to happen yeah. in, in the immediate. Yeah. You know, it might be something that God's just going to continue to bring around into your mm. awareness mm. and just keep reminding you of this, you know, like yeah. it just keeps cycling around mm. until you actually deal with it. Yeah. And and sometimes depending on, you know, what the what the thing is, like it might take absolute years to forgive somebody. Mm. You know, and I think we need to be aware of that and yeah. be be is sensitive to it, especially mm. if it's, it's uh, you know, something that's traumatic or, or horrific. Yeah. Um, you know, God still wants us to forgive those things, mm. but they're 
big. Yeah. You know, they are big. Mm. And um, and there might be times when we think we've forgiven someone and then we realise, oh, actually, we're still holding on to it. I'm still holding on to it, yeah. You know? And so this is where I think having um, a, a really good hard look at yourself and having the people around you to speak truth into you, mm. into your circumstance. Mm. Um, maybe even this is the, the, the idea of having a spiritual director or a mm. counsellor that can mm. help you in this mm. because there are times where um, – you know, we want to have an. We want to not forgive somebody because we think it's going to be a loss of power for us. Yeah, and and it's going to make us vulnerable again, mm. and it's going to make us um, yeah, hurt again, and and it possibly will hurt again mm. to forgive. Um, but sometimes it's so big that we can't do it alone. Yeah, and we need to be in a place where we're safe, in a place of emotional and spiritual safety and mm. physical safety as well, mm. um, to be able to kind of bring that big thing up yeah. buried deep down inside of ourselves yeah. and just trying to kind of cover up with whatever, mm. um, and to bring it up and go, actually, this is a, this is a thing. Yeah, this is a whole big thing, and I've got to deal with it. Yeah, you know. Mm. Um, so I think sometimes you know, an unwillingness to forgive someone. It could be cognitive, but also there's probably a fair bit of emotional yeah. to it. Yeah. That and and facing that as a reality mm. is possibly the first step. Absolutely. And I think it, it kind of, you know, we've we've spoken about how we want our, you know, you know, we've spoken about that that parent-child relationship mm. and how sometimes that requires correction and yeah. whatnot. But we also know that when we mm. tell our kids to apologize for hitting mm. their sibling mm. or yeah. for stealing that last cookie mm. and we we force them to apologize in that moment. We're not getting the most genuine no. e- expression of no. of it's not apology. remorseful. No, it's not remorseful. <laughs> and and you know, I think of my kids and they do the whole oh, sorry. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's classic, right? Yeah. I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like and I think that but that yeah. speaks to a like a really innate human condition yeah. which is yeah you we, we this isn't something that you can force no. this isn't something that just by saying the words it makes it true there yeah. is a there is a journey and sometimes that mm. journey um and you've you've spoken to this mm. rocks like sometimes that journey needs to be supported yeah. by um yeah. professionals yeah. sometimes it needs to be supported by family and friends mm-hmm. and sometimes it can be supported by a community or yeah. a faith mm-hmm. um but it, it's it's more than the words themselves. Yeah. Um. There's yeah. There is a heart. There is a heart work there's that needs work. to be done in that. Yeah. And I think you're absolutely right. Giving yourself permission to just kind of go. This might take time. Yeah. Like this feels like a deep wound. Yeah. And um. Even if I stitch it up, I've yeah. got to be careful of it. I've got to mm-hmm. care for it. I've got to tend to it. Yeah. And I've got to consider when I can start stretching that. Hmm you know, limb or part of my body yeah, again, to push yeah, the analogy too yeah. far. But like, and I think forgiveness is a bit like that. Like, mm. oh, this is a deep wound. Like I need mm. to tend to it. Mm-hmm. I need to care for myself in that. Mm-hmm. And I need to wait until a point where I, where it feels strong enough, where yeah. I feel strong enough mm. or maybe healed enough mm. that I can start considering, you know, what it looks like to forgive again. Yeah. Um, or forgive this person, this yeah, situation. This situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, Part of also forgiving um, as well is also to forgive ourselves in Mm, this. Like we mm. haven't really talked about like forgiving ourselves for things, but sometimes that can be a a major problem that Mm. that we can have is Mm. is we might have, you know, been doing the work in forgiving this person or that person or this situation or this parent or whatever. Um, 
but often we do need to come to that point where we actually have to forgive ourselves that, that yeah. you know, past us might not have known what, well, wouldn't have known what, you know, present us and future us knows. And we need to be looking at, you know what, okay, I, I need to kind of recognise that, you know, I did the wrong thing then and I recognise it as the wrong thing mm. now, mm. but I've mm. got to forgive, you know, past me. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and there's power in that too mm. because there's freedom in forgiving yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that you're not constantly sort of, you know, judging yourself and almost uh, punishing or, yeah. or self-sabotaging yeah. no, yourself, which is what we tend to do as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, an unwillingness to forgive and to, to forgive as God forgave us. Um, I think the the bigger the thing to forgive, you know, the deeper the work has to be and probably the more time it takes and the more support you've got Mm. to put around you. Mm. And I think you've got to be willing to move from the cognitive into, you know, (laughs) the emotional or the, you know, into the heart work, you Mm. know, Uh, because we can often think we've done it. But we've just filling ourselves. We've said the words. Yeah, we've said the magic words. Mm. Yeah, but we really, you know, it's still in us. So yeah, Rox, that's good. This is, I mean, this is Mm. this is real life. Yeah, kind of lessons. Yeah, real application. Yeah, Mm. absolutely. And you know, as you've been listening to this and thinking about it, there's probably things you're thinking. Oh man, I gotta. I got a bit of work to do on this, yeah, yeah. you know, like, Absolutely. you know, before I come to church, yep. before I worship, you know, is it something that I've got to let go of? Do mm. I need to write a letter? Mm. And even if you do the kind of write a letter to forgive that person and then you never give it to them, yep. but you know, you burn the letter, yep. fine, you know, you've, you've dealt with it mm. in that particular way, mm. you know, um, you know, whatever you've got to do, have the conversation, but, yep. but get it done. And, and because you actually like, you deserve to feel healed. Yes. You know what I mean? That's like good. we often look at... Um, our journey and think everything's going to be fine once we're in glory, mm. once we're in heaven. But mm. but actually, you know what? We deserve to live lives of, um, you know, fullness and forgiveness and, mm. um, you know, and all the good stuff, you know, life now. and life abundant mm. now. And if we're still hanging on to this toxic stuff, we're not going to. Yeah. We're, gonna we're denying live. ourselves. Yeah, that, how can we? you yeah. live in joy and peace mm. and, and all of that if you just cling on to the stuff that God doesn't want you to cling on to? Yeah. So do the work. Good stuff. Mm-mm. Thanks so much, Rox. Uh-huh. That, that's that was a doozy. I like that. It was a bit of a cracker, was wasn't it? A, we got a like, bit deep. Yeah, but that's like on the ground. Yeah. This is what life looks like. Yep. So I dig that. It's hard work sometimes. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks so much, Rox, for joining us for the big three. Cool. Well, if you want to be a part of the conversation, make sure that you're there at one of our services this coming Sunday and that you snap the Slido QR code before the sermon to get involved. If you've enjoyed the Big Three podcast today, take the time to give a star rating and be sure to subscribe to stay up to date with all future episodes. Thanks for joining us for this week's Big Three and our deep dive into God's invitation for us all. Remember, there's no thought too small, no question too big. Too big.